0: Radio. are you fucking crazy yes
1: i'm fiercely proud of it hello you're on the air well i'll be a son of a bitch you can't say that
0: on the air don't worry nobody's listening anyway
1: hello you're on the air Radio. welcome ladies and gentlemen to hwa radio this is episode 15 and joining me as always is good old cr he's wait. did we lose him Oh shit! Okay, um, can, you try to get him online, can you? Well, plug the thing in. No, no wonder he can't get a hold of him. It's is this uh, son of a bitch. What? What's wrong? What is wrong with you guys? We gotta get some new crew here. Can we? Just, uh, oh, here we go. Okay, let's. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to get a hold of him. Sorry about this. A little messed up here early on in the show. <laughs> try not to do that too often.
0: Good evening, you've reached the T-Bone Ranch. Who's speaking? This is Gene. What can I do for you?
1: Hey, hey I'm St. Gene. This is Keyes here from uh, HWA Radio. We're trying to get a hold of good old CR to, to join us on the show here. and Oh, uh, well, him- Keyes, it's good
0: to talk to you. Well, to be honest with you, CR's in the bathroom. He's been shitting himself all day. I think it's that potato salad I left out last night. I don't... <laughs> Gene, what are you doing? Give me that damn phone! <laughs> Uh, all
1: my potato I'm salad I'm trying to help I'm telling him you, You're in there with the shits
0: I just give it I'll be right there. Hold on <laughs> All
1: right folks We got Sierra Joining give us it. here God damn it I told him not to answer The damn phone <laughs> yeah, Here's good old Sierra. Had some uh, Some bad culinary experience It sounds like
0: <laughs> Oh I don't know What the hell it is Gene I, I think you left That damn potato salad Out overnight I ate it couple, oh, The stomach's a little queasy I tell you
1: all right well uh, good to have you back here and uh we're going to be talking about uh, show 42 here at some good action but before we do that uh let's get to the men's uh power rankings after a after a power dump
0: <laughs> well no you know, i was just in there i took a little bit of pepto bismol hoping that clears his stomach up gene's <laughs> Jean, no longer in charge of lunch i'll tell you that that stupid son of a bitch trying to poison me
1: where are those black shits that you get from the uh
0: <laughs> to pet <they're> uh, <laughs> Anyway, the, uh, the this week's uh, men men's power rankings. Now, uh, let's keep in mind here as we go through the ratings. Uh, number one, of course, is Katungi. Uh, you know, uh, no, since he was in a tag match, that uh, little incident didn't count there. And uh, so, Katungi's still the world champion. He's still ranked number one. Right. Uh, number two, we've got that sick rubber ducky. <laughs> Dear God, I thought the booger dude had a chance there for a minute, but this son of a bitch just he he's holding on to that goddamn. Inner horseman tied the way Gene holds on to a martini, for God's sake.
1: <laughs> well, he has to let it go every once in a while for a refill, and that's quite often.
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm, I'm running out of olives. <laughs> i have to go to Italy. That's yeah, the only way I can get enough olives to take care of Gene, I'll tell you. Never <laughs> seen someone drink so much, for God's sake. Well, I, mean, I drink some, but that son of a bitch puts me on their table. <laughs> number three, we got the uh, television champion, Sabu. Uh, coming at number four, Nico Inoki. Once again, uh, the tag match had no uh, bearing on his individual ranking. Number five is Corporal Punishment. Uh, number six is snowman. Now these men haven't wrestled in a while. And, uh, what you're seeing is, uh, I think the, the, the board is putting a, a little bit more priority on the men that are actually in the ring and, and, and doing some business here because, uh, after Mr. Q at number seven, we have your man <clears throat> spooge. I'm not going to draw it out. I'm not going to do it, <laughs> but uh, he comes in at number eight after his, uh, impressive win. I, I will tell you the impressive win, uh, over maxi e. pad.
1: Oh yeah. We're going to cover uh, that. That's, that's, that's good. Good to talk about him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, after, uh... After that match, he, he definitely busted bust in.
0: So he breaks in at number eight. Number nine is El Loco, who drops a spot and the Gimp, finishes out the uh, top ten. And of course, Cro-Magnon has fallen out of the top ten. He hasn't wrestled in about a month, so uh, no surprise there.
1: Yeah, we're actually going to cover that, because uh, Cro-Magnon is going to be wrestling. We'll, we'll give you a little teaser there. It's uh, it's going to be a rough match for him. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and uh, see what happened with the women.
0: Uh, the women's power rankings. Of course, uh, number one, BT Golf, the women's champion, and the sh- big shakeup. Uh, I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it with my own two eyes. The, the now number two ranked woman, the new women's national champion, Misty Furberger.
1: Yes, indeed. My God,
0: it was a hell of a match. Uh, number three is uh, Morning Glory hold, uh, holding steady. Uh, number four, Marsh, Marsh Pit Margo uh, jumps up to one, or jumps up one spot, I'm sorry, to number four. And uh, Masato Mayhem breaks into the top five with her big win over Katie Bang. And again, uh, going with the, the, the wrestlers that are actually participating. Uh, we saw Trainer Vanderskank. She fell out of favor, I guess. She hasn't wrestled for a while as well. So, there's your power rankings for this week.
1: It's going to be inter- interesting to see where these go after the pay per view because uh, just about everybody's going to be wrestling on
0: that one. Uh, thanks. For well, probably what will happen <laughs> is you know uh, uh, you're probably going to see some title changes and and uh, uh, stuff of the sort of that. So we may have a Probably it'll be an all new, uh, top 10 and top five, uh, going both ways there. So, uh, be interested to see what happens.
1: And we want to point out that, uh, after Halloween, hella blue, we got, we still got several more shows after Halloween, hella blue, we're going to be taking a six week break. We will return. I believe it's uh, December 18th, uh, to look forward to It's the weekend before Christmas. So you'll get, you'll get your Christmas present early on that one. Uh, with that, we're going to, you go. mean you're going to leave me here for six weeks
0: with nothing to do, but talk to Gene.
1: <laughs> we'll have a Some Gene bring some of the hookers in that,
0: uh, he brought that oh, th- during I'd that last pay I'm, 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 I, I, I,
1: <laughs> This is hell
0: quarantining with Gene. I'll tell you that much for God's sake. This is just, oh, it's a nightmare. You
1: figured the quarantine would have been over by now, but, uh, no. well, I was hoping they wouldn't <laughs> run back
0: from the Bahamas until he was, you know, quarantined somewhere in some, you know, uh, like I cru- did the poor, uh, remember, <laughs> remember that scene in the, in the Godfather part two where poor Vito Corleone was, was quarantined when he first came to America. I was hoping they'd do that to Gene, put him a little one room <laughs> thing there and keep his ass there for a while, but no such luck. They should have put him
1: on a cruise ship. He'd be guaranteed to be out there for a long time. The the cruise from hell, I think, or what they, what they call him. The, well, I'll the- tell you what, he's, he's either,
0: <clears throat> he's either real good friends with, with Saul Goldberg. Or he's good friends with Jazz, <clears throat> because son of a bitch, they brought him here by helicopter dropped him right on the ranch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well did they parachute? any para with a parachute
0: no no they just a the helicopter just landed and, uh. Uh, what the hell was he scared all my goddamn cows and and the, the the goats and everything else, kicking up all this goddamn dust. And what is it? Here comes Gene, smiling, waving. How you doing? <laughs>
1: cows gone giving sour milk there. Oh Jesus! But uh, okay, let's. You uh, know if
0: you if you can find a if you can find a cow that'll, that'll give vodka, we'll send them out with Gene somewhere. We'll never see him
1: again. <laughs> Check out one of them Russian cows. Maybe they do that. The Chernobyl cows probably do.
0: Well, they might. Or they got like 16 udders. And give out green <laughs> milk. I don't know. Well,
1: 16 udders. That's a lot more udders. <laughs> more, more cow for the, uh, you will know, you'll, you'll grow an arm on your back if you drink the milk, but uh, well, that's Well dear right. God. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be talking about the uh, tag team match here. Two brand new teams, uh, some older wrestlers versus some newer ones. Uh, FU Incorporated versus the Breakfast Cereals, and that's spelled like Cereal Killers. We now know why. That's uh, <laughs> where, where they came from. Uh, th- but this is not only the, the, the first time that we get to see the pairing of Nico and uh katungi but we get to see these uh, t- the first talents uh first acquired talents of mr fugu and uh, that's of course in the form of eddie sluger and mason Gorhees. and uh, i gotta say i was very impressed by these newcomers i would not, i was not expecting such an offensive by a brand new team here
0: well i'll tell you it's good uh kind of aptly uh named in, w- w- with the word breakfast in there because quite frankly i ended up with egg on my face with this one <laughs> pardon the pun but uh Where's yeah the bacon? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know, yeah. Gene, <laughs> Gene probably ate it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some bitch eats, drinks everything in the, in the house. But yeah, it was uh, it was a very impressive victory. Uh, you know, both teams, and I, you know, I have a lot to say about this. But uh, just to stay on this particular talking point here, uh, uh, it was a very impressive, uh, very impressive beginning. Um, I'm going to be interested to see uh, how they uh, they fare in this tag team division going forward
1: we're going to be talking about Mr. Fugu, uh, his, his latest acquisition. Uh, you, I don't know if you, if we've led up to it or if we said anything, but you are going to find out a little later in the show. Uh, but something I did notice in this match was Katungi's new knack for getting up on to, on the top rope. And now would you, <laughs> a big guy in general, it does, you don't expect on the top rope, uh, but when you got a big guy like that, uh, when he gets up there, man, you know it's going to be trouble. Uh, case in point, you had Nico holding Eddie Sluger up over his shoulder. And Katungi comes in with that leg drop from the top rope. <laughs> the, the stadium shook. I felt it. And it didn't take long for Eddie to jump jump for the tag after that 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 punishing move. But that, that, this seems like a real game changer for Katungi. I'm interested to see where he's going to go with this. Has Chaz mentioned uh, anything, uh, that doing some training moves to get some new moves for him
0: off that top rope? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to talk to him uh, after his, uh, tirade. He went on apparently oh, yeah. last week and, 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 uh, you know, injured poor Saul in the, uh, in the, in the works, but <laughs> the stapler, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the thing, one of the things that I was talking about when we reviewed this match was the, the, the tag team, the continuity, uh, the fluidity, and also, uh, they put together some, uh, some double team moves and, uh, I never thought that I would see, uh, like six foot nine, 300 plus pounds doing a guillotine leg drop off the top rope, but by God, he son of a bitch landed it. I don't think you'll be seeing him doing this in singles competition, but, uh, I'll tell you, I, I, I am absolutely shocked. Uh, it was between the, uh, they did that, the guillotine. And then later, uh, you had Katungi holding the man up and, and Nico delivered, delivered a, uh. Basically, a bulldog maneuver yeah, the, off of the, the top bulldog
1: pit. from hell. That was impressive too. And,
0: uh, and and I just could not believe that these two men did not win this match. Uh, uh, I think that the, the overall, uh, what I'm trying to say is, I think they functioned better as a team for their first time. Uh, they had, uh, and, then, and they also had that maneuver where they both grabbed a leg and did the old make a wish and snapped back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they had they had good continuity. They had uh, they, they and they tagged more. I believe they tagged two or three times, but I think what happened was Katungi kind of, I think at some point he forgot it was a tag match because he was in there for like the last five, six minutes of this match. He, right. he wasn't looking for a tag. Yet. And I think, I don't know if his just instincts took over. Or he just kind of forgot that. Hey, I got a partner out there. He made no, and I think that's what, uh, it, it, pardon me. I'm stuttering all that. Jane's got me just for Clemph. <laughs> for <laughs> God's sake. I can't even get my goddamn words out. <laughs> between that and the between that and the abdominal cramping from the goddamn bad mayonnaise and the potato <laughs> salad, Jesus, I tell you. But uh, you know, they 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 looked good. They looked smooth. I can't believe they did not win this match, uh, and that just shows a lot for the perseverance of the breakfast cereals and in one uh, Eddie Sluger in in particular.
1: And uh, yeah, like I'll agree with you on on that tag team, even though they lost the match, you got to be you got to be proud of them to work as a team together because these these are two guys who have never been in tag team action together, and they have they have just they they, they melded so well. Uh, what's the that? synergy? That they they came up with a with a great bit of that, and uh, I, I look forward to, for really good things for them. Uh, as a tag, yeah,
0: I, I don't know what you want to call, it, but like I said, they they, they looked like a, a smooth functioning unit, and uh, I think if they just uh, drive the point home to Katungi that hey, you have a partner out there when you're in trouble, if you make a tag, you don't have to do it all yourself. I think they can they can uh, make some noise here, but again, I'll give the devil their due, so to speak, the breakfast cereals <laughs> and their uh, their debut match here they they beat uh, the world heavyweight champion and the uh, uh, former champion and, and Nico Inoki. and I'll tell you. You know, hats off to them and hats off to Mr. Fugu for finding these guys.
1: Well, hats uh, one thing and uh, apparently gloves are another. Well, uh, first of all as, as poorly as I was trying to say this on the show, th- th- these aren't Hollywood style finger knives that he's wearing like, like you've seen in the movies. Uh, first of all, this it, it, it's, it's glove has more like, uh, I would consider them very pointy thimbles on, on the tips of the fingers. Uh, blunt enough not to draw blood, but sharp enough to really trigger those pressure points in the scalp. And he knows, He's a very skilled wrestler and he, he also has a, a good deal of uh, education in uh, in pressure points. He, he wrestled in Asia for many years, uh, and that was <laughs> you enjoying your drink there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, well, you caught me. I, you. <laughs> I tried to sneak it in. Well, anyway, trying to settle my stomach. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That'll take care of it. Uh, th- th- this is what gave the, the diminutive slugger the win against the big man, though, is is, is those gloves. And you spoke to Pedro. Uh, what do they have to say about the legality of such an article of, I guess you would have to call it clothing? I mean, gloves are legal in the in the HWA. A lot of wrestlers wear them, but these ones in particular, is that Pedro is actually okay with all this.
0: Well, to be honest with you, I, I really don't know what's going on with Pedro these days. Uh, I think uh, Chaz struck a nerve uh, with the senile comment, and I think that uh, Pedro, uh, he, he, he's he been a bit of a recluse uh, at HWA headquarters. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people can't get a hold of him. He's uh, not taking many meetings. He's just is, 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 issuing these uh, presidential fiats, if you will. And uh, I, that was one thing that, I, as, as I watched that match, uh, I, I, I questioned the reality of it. It's all, I wouldn't say it's a, it's an, a foreign object, but uh, – and it definitely took its toll, uh, whether it was pressure points or what it was, it was causing Katungi some distress and he, uh, and again, you know, I, I questioned putting the, the, the world heavyweight champion in a tag match, uh, this close to the pay-per-view, uh, may, maybe at some point, uh, you know, Chaz was just telling him, stay down, just, you know, whatever, you know, we proved our point. Let's get you, know, we got to keep you healthy for your title defenses. So they, but,
1: they were very impressive and that that'd be a smart move on Chaz to, to tell him this. Okay. You did what you had to. It's like, uh whenever a team of like a football team plays late in the season they've already got the lock on the uh on the, the playoff spot and they just put their third stringers in there and just like that uh they just gave a third string performance there towards the end to to give up that win
0: yeah i, I don't know if it was whatever but uh you know uh it, like i said uh eddie sluger it, it, it was a uh a, a, a nice performance but i'll tell you what the uh mason gore he's, he's a he is a big man a big powerful man you saw a lot of power moves when he was in there for the brief time that he did wrestle mm-hmm. uh, it was mostly eddie sluger wrestling in this match but uh yeah i don't know what's going to happen with this i i think uh down the line uh, if you get into vying for it for the for the tag team titles i don't know if that ma- if that glove uh, should be allowed and uh you know i'm not i'm not gonna say sour grapes or on anyone's part but uh let's just take a look at it for for what it is and i guess we'll have to revisit this when pedro decides to uh Come out of the office and uh, say something.
1: Yeah, I heard he's uh, he's got something planned here for for some of the wrestlers. To I, I don't say, I don't say that uh, the wrestlers disrespect him because uh, he is a he's a fair manager or a fair uh, oh yeah manager of the of the HWA. But uh, he's uh, yeah he's, he's he's definitely different. There, uh, we're gonna have to keep tabs on him. Uh, well, <clears throat> as,
0: as I said, there have been grumblings um, about his mental competence, and, it, it, and Chaz wasn't the only man to question it. Hmm. Uh, quite frankly. It's, it's been brought up in the locker room by, by several people, and I, I kind of know where you're going with this, and I think Pedro may have gotten word or gotten wind of this, and he's not too happy, and he's uh, he much like he did with Chaz, he tried to show these people who's, who's in charge around right here and until further notice, so we'll have to see what happens.
1: HWA radio is always on the case here, so we'll let everybody know uh, what's going on as soon as we find it out. Uh, moving on, though, we're going to have to move on to the KO match here with uh, Katie Bang and Masato Mayhem. Now, you, I, I thought of this as a kind of a, a you know novelty match, as you call it, a KO match, but uh, you mentioned this was going to be a battle, and you nailed that son of a bitch on the head, too, literally. <laughs> uh, these two women treated each other's heads like stress relief dolls. It was absolutely brutal. And uh, despite the outcome, I think both women were actually very impressive. Uh, Win-loss doesn't matter. They, they put their best efforts forth, and
0: uh, there you had it. Well, I'll tell you uh – this was, uh, I don't want to say it was the best match of the night. It was the most entertaining, uh, I think match of the night, uh, not to take anything away from the, from the uh, women's national title match, but, uh, yeah, Masato Mayhem, uh, she started out on fire. Uh, the fact that, that, Katie Bang could, could just weather that storm of brutality. I mean, a couple of Shanghai stomps and every time I see that maneuver, I just cringe thinking about the, the, the poor woman getting those boots jammed into their stomach, but, uh, yeah, it was a very impressive. Uh, neither of these women have anything to be ashamed of. Certainly, with uh, Katie Bang, uh, you know, not being able to to, to answer the call and and, and being uh, you know the KO, but. Put on a, a tremendous performance by both of these women.
1: Uh, very professional performance, by the way, uh, because they, they know exactly what they were going into and they know what they had to do. Throughout the whole match, you had head you had liver shots, like the dynamite DDT, that was a big one. You mentioned the Shanghai Stomp. But in the end, it was Masato with some sort of, I don't even know what this was, was some sort of cross shoulder march and flop. I, I really don't have a name for it. Uh, but it, it did seem like Katie that just, just had all, all she can take, uh, just moments before Masato. This match could have easily gone either way, either way. But, uh, regardless, this has to be at least a moderate boost for Masato and CSE in the confidence department. Cause Masato was starting to you know fade into the, into the background there, but this one here, I think that this gets going to pull her, uh, up towards the front and into the power rankings as well. And that, naturally, like, like we said there, but a uh, good, good confidence builder for CSE, I think.
0: Well, I'll tell you, she, like I said, she, uh, there was a time I was watching this match, and it seemed that uh, Katie Bang was having her way with Masato. Not in that way, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> it and, it was, yeah, and, it, and it was – yeah. Uh, and it was – she looked like she was in some real trouble, but she was able to come back. And like I said, uh, she, she is a very powerful woman, and she has a mean streak to her. I think you saw something in this match. Uh, and, and that little maneuver, I think that's called the Mao Tongue Tumble. Oh. Okay. I just made that up. I just <laughs> made it up. I mean, Son of I a just, bitch. Just sounded it good. I don't know. You can use it if you want, but I don't know what the hell it's called. But <laughs> they M- anyway, say tumble. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, she looked uh, looked like the Masato of old. I mean, after a couple of lackluster performances, uh, you know, uh, one of the, fr- she's been in a couple of those over the top matches where she's like the first woman out. And, and like I said, these gimmick matches, they don't really, they don't give you an idea of, of what a, a, a wrestler's capable of. When you get in the ring with three, four, five other components or opponents, Pardon my pardon me. But uh, w- when that happens, you, you really can't, you know, use all of your talents, so to speak, because you got to worry about everybody else. I think if, if you put Masato in a match one on one for a title or whatever it is, I think she's one of the most dominant wrestlers that we have. And I think at any time she could she could snap her fingers. And if she puts her mind to it, she can hold one of those titles. It's just a matter of time. And and, and, and I'll tell you what, uh, I don't think C- uh, has ever lost any confidence in her. I think maybe he was a little bit disappointed in in some of her, much like with Sabu. I don't think he ever lost confidence in Sabu, just kind of disappointed because he expects so much from him. And, uh, I think she, uh, gave him something to uh, feel good about and, and, and going forward gives them all a little bit of a, a boost of confidence.
1: I noticed in some of her matches, she has a, she seems to have a hard time focusing and, and pulling the trigger on some moves. But uh, after this match uh, there, she's in pretty good shape. And well, I guess we got to mention this. The, uh, the guest referee <laughs> of this uh, match was Leonard Burke, uh, sort of a probationary fill in, given Jimmy Funk's obvious disdain for law and order. What a, I don't know what the guys were thinking of when they decided to pull him in, but uh, I mean, what, what do we know of his return? I mean, it's, I, I I would think of him as simply the lesser of two evils. He's, he's been around for a long time and <laughs> Jimmy Fong being around for a short time and have broken so many, vi- had so many violations for re- officiating. I, I got to think that, uh, some, as much as I don't want to say it, Leonard Burke, <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, I'll tell you before I get to this point, I just want to say one thing about you, you, you talk about Masato, maybe looking a little bit, uh, you know, like she doesn't want to pull the, I think truly, I think sometimes she is worried about really causing permanent damage to some of her opponents and I think that little bit of time that she lets her guard down and has that little bit of doubt that that comes back to bite her in the ass, and that's why she has some of these problems. But uh, you know, talking about Jimmy Fong, uh, yeah, I, we saw some of the stuff that he allowed, and and I just stood there and sh- uh, nothing more egregious than the triple power bomb in, during a, a world a <laughs> tag team title match that just was ridiculous. But you know, Leonard Burke looked like crap in this in this match as well. I mean, he, he I don't know, I, I really wish we could just uh, find ourselves a a competent referee that, uh, I mean, there's always, you know, let the boys play. I understand that, but you know, you can only let so much of this crap go on I, in, in, in any other match. I could care less, but when it comes down to title matches, when they when, when that is on the line, you want somebody who's going to call it down the middle. Who's going to be fair. Who's going to, you know, be impartial and who's going to get the job done and not, not allow any chicanery that goes on. And, uh, I don't know. I don't think either of these two bums are any good, but I mean, you know what? We can only, uh, have one of them in there and we got to pay somebody to do these matches. So I maybe we can get Pedro, to, maybe we can get Pedro to offici- officiate a match. Of
1: course. <laughs> maybe if we could try with to get his, him in there. Um, with yeah, his we, mental, we are, uh,
0: acumen. We never know.
1: I, I did get some good news earlier this week is that, uh, Kangaroo Jones, we are in negotiations with him. And, uh, the, the, the negotiators are going to, well, still no, nothing, nothing in stone yet, but, uh, ho- hopefully we'll be able to see him as, uh, as a, a new officiator here in our, in
0: well, our I, I will tell you also the, uh, I, 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 his name escapes me, but the uh, referee we have for at madness, uh, Mickey, I can't remember his last name, what it was, but, uh, he also did a fine job. Uh, he was a no nonsense type of a guy. So maybe we just need to look outside of this country to find somebody that's competent.
1: <laughs> you will have to, because of the
0: considering the competence inside the country is just not good. Exactly. You look at these bums these people vote for, they're not mentally competent to begin with. But anyway, you know, don't, I'm not going to get political.
1: Yeah, I'm let's try sure not to do that because, uh, well, tax returns. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Moving on, we're going to go to the women's national title uh, between Misty Furberger and Pennywise. And this was our very first lock-in match leading uh, to Halloween Hello Blue 3. Can,
0: uh, I, can, can I just say Can I just say one thing? Sure. I do believe that it may have been Saul Goldberg doing Donald Trump's tax returns <laughs> the way he does Chaz's. <laughs> That would explain a lot, actually. That, exactly, that would explain a lot about <laughs> these men. But anyway, but not t- the chaz. Not the chaz is any friend of Trump. They, he doesn't really like the man that much. But uh, when you have that much money, you travel in certain circles. And like I said, I think. Uh, I think old Donald, the Donald called Saul, and uh, that's why he got what he was. But anyway, let's talk about how, uh, sorry to interrupt you. let's just
1: All move right. on here. Well, this match was more worth more than $750, I'll tell you that. Uh, but this uh, this is always an exciting part of the season for the HWA. I, I think uh, that when you talk about the, the whole anything can happen part of wrestling, and uh, that's very true, but that seems to be heightened uh, to a great degree when it comes to the lock-in matches like these. Just a very exciting part of the season.
0: Well, I'll tell you, it, it is because you, You know, if you retain your title or you win this title, you're going to be defending at the pay-per-view. And that's a very prestigious uh, spot to have because it's tough to get a spot on these pay-per-views. There's only so many matches and we have so many, so many, uh, talented, talented performers here in the HWA. And, uh, you know, if you, if you have one of those straps, you're going to be defending it there and you know, you're going to get your spot and it's, uh, it always comes down to do or die for these matches.
1: All right. Uh, during the match, let's talk about what we saw. Well, we saw Keyes. Yeah, he got handsy with Misty. I know. I know. Uh, now, th- this is not even close to what Aaron's drop kick was. Okay. It's not even, not even in the same ballpark. But contact, like I say, is contact. Uh, the Pedro been getting uh, hard to get a hold of. I know. Uh, but, uh, y- y- did you get an impression just to, by being around the office that, uh, he was concerned about that? Maybe some repercussions would be on the way or somebody uh, a little lower down, probably handling something like this right now uh, down in the uh, organization.
0: Well, let's not forget that it wasn't too long ago that, uh, Saul got a little handsy That's right. and, uh, he was accused of fondling, which I think was a little bit too far, but he, he basically, uh, you know, did the same thing, and uh, and 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 he was in a punishment match. So I don't know. Uh, mm. th- there's a precedent whether whether Pedro will put keys in a match against you know. See. Uh, I just hope he doesn't make keys wrestle Nigel Zark. That'd be horrible. But uh, oh, Jesus God, he wouldn't get out of there alive. <laughs> well, he'd teach him to put his hands on someone. But uh, <laughs> you know whether that happens or not. Like I said, the precedent has. Been set when uh, when you know now. Granted, Saul's hand did get caught in her thong, and that you know that <laughs> did mean to, for it to happen. And we all know how that turned out. But uh, I think, if anything, there'd probably be at least a fine uh, and a good admonishment. Uh, whether he has to uh, pay the consequences uh, through physical uh, contact, uh, I don't know.
1: I, I think but, the uh, worst case scenario is that he, he snapped her bra strap. And uh, maybe that's a little bit of slight, very slight sexual harassment there. Uh, it was more pointing the finger, and uh, I'd have to wonder what he said down there. Maybe we can get a, somebody with the the audio tape. We'll go back into the back through the tapes and see, find out what he said. We don't
0: know. With Misty Ferberger, that was probably her type of foreplay. She probably enjoyed it. I don't know. <laughs> That's very well, kind of. Um, let's Maybe see. Key's got a date after the goddamn match. We don't know what happened down there. <laughs> I mean, at least
1: the date going, going out to Misty's fur burgers and uh, having a having a ha- hamburger, hey. having a sandwich. Uh, yeah. in, in the end of the match, uh, there was a large momentum swing when Penny went for the splash and Misty's knees came up right in the bread mm-hmm. She was not expecting that. And then she uh, just a, a barrage of these, uh, not one, not two, but three Kotex kill switches that uh, they put the clown down. Uh, Misty, very impressive, definitely earned it. I'm not going to say that uh, she didn't. Uh, but uh, there's just something about the Admiral's fleet they just seem to crank it up to 11 come pay-per-view time and, and like last time they had, they had three belts going in there and this time they're, they're trying to start it up again and it'll be uh, interesting to see if they can keep that going and uh, repeat history
0: well we all know the admiral's a very proud man and uh, he's also a very crazy man and he also <laughs> wears a very ugly shirt <laughs> looks like somebody th- threw up on it but uh <sighs> you know uh he, he's all business out there and uh you know, all these managers—they take great pride in, in 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 you know in having a title in the stable because it, you know it just seems to me that it means a little bit more when you get to go out there for these pay per views and, and, and you talked about it before about the lock ins and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, congratulations to Misty. I I I felt it was an upset. Uh, quite frankly, I thought Penny was 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 a, a shoo-in to win this match. Uh, Misty took a tour, uh, and there wasn't a whole lot of chicanery. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, the Admiral, I think he might've interfered, uh, one time getting uh, a little bit of a distraction, but,
1: uh, actually Keyes hey, did the, Keyes did, you know, Admiral did it first, I think. And then Keyes did, it or either way, there was, uh, it was equal, yeah, it equal was, justice for them.
0: Exactly. So. Exactly. It was, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander and, uh, he got their turn at it. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. So the Admiral, the, the, you know, the fleet is, uh, sailing towards the strait, so to speak. And, uh. They're heading for battle. We'll have to see what comes in the in, in the uh, you know weeks to come. How many if he can get his hands on any more titles, um, uh, you know. But uh, hey, congratulations to the admiral. Now maybe he'll go out and buy himself a new shirt. I'm tired of looking at that one.
1: <laughs> I get a bowling gives shirt a, or something like that. Oh, it gives me a goddamn headache. I
0: don't know anything be better than that. Whatever the hell he's wearing. <laughs> We'll
1: get him a, we'll get him like a leather, uh, <laughs> we'll get the gimp to take him to one of his, ch- no, we don't want to see that. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I do <laughs> not want to see Deuce Albino
0: at any time. If he comes out in assless leather chaps, I'm out. forget
1: it. <laughs> We're done. Uh, okay. After this, we had the exhibition match that uh, we've mentioned we've preface this preface that I like to say, uh, maxi pad and spooge. And, uh, this time we get to see spooge in action he was, he was jumped in and interfered, uh, did that, uh, that chode, choke slam. Uh, one thing that's all we saw him in so far. However, uh, in this match, we got to see him in full action. And I did not expect to see what I saw. And Max is no slouch when it comes to wrestling. He's, he's beaten some of the best of them. Uh, but Spooch came in here like, it was like the premiere of Fuzz Pigman. Just an onslaught microwave match, uh, taking no shit, just getting it done. And uh, distasteful persona aside, I got to believe that he's going to be a talent to be to have to watch
0: here in the HWA. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I am very impressed with this man. Uh, I wish he had a different name, <laughs> quite frankly. Uh, it does disgust me. But, uh, you know, we, we talked about this uh, earlier last week. Maxi Pat is, is, is a big man. He's no you know, he's not a little guy. He's got to go well over three, And, uh, uh, the spooge just took it to him. I mean, it was, it wasn't even close. This was a very one-sided match. It was a dominant performance. And, uh, I believe wasn't it spooge when it, uh, maybe in his debut match, he beat fuzz pigman. Yeah, he actually, he did. I, I forgot. He and, did see him wrestle. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, that was a shocking upset. And so maybe there is something to this guy. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, He might be, you know, you make fun of his name and his little, uh, you know, muscle sperm (laughs) on his shirt or whatever the hell you want to call that thing when he comes down and the splort on his, oh (laughs) Jesus, on the tights, I don't want to think about that, but anyway. You know, you come out here and think, oh, this guy's a complete goof, but I'll tell you what, he's a stone-cold killer in the ring, and by God, I'll tell you, he's going to be a force to, to reckon with if he keeps wrestling like this.
1: Yeah, this I'd like to say more about this match. There just wasn't enough to to have anything to go off of. In fact, I think the only move, if you can even call it that, was Maxi Pad uh, breaking out of, of a uh, – of that. What, what do they call that when they bend backwards? And uh, you had a name for that. I forgot. Or uh, the dragon sleeper, yeah, the dragon sleeper. That, that's a mission move, and uh, that, that was all we, we had from him. And uh, I'll, I will say, however, as far as the Asclon Coven goes, this is a much needed addition for them. Uh, they were once a great team. They started to fade here, a little, little here, a little there. Uh, namely, poor efforts by on the part of uh, Bufu, who we just saw. I, I don't know what's going on with Bufu. Uh, he was once like the ACC's flagship, uh, but uh, this, uh, when you bring a guy in that this solid uh, into a team like this, and he's just a brand newcomer. Um, does it kind of a, this addition, uh, create kind of a shift in the organization? And I mean, can that, can that be trouble that uh, when you have the, the veteran wrestlers and this, this new hotshot coming in? Well, I'll tell you much,
0: as you said, yeah, Boofoo kind of reminds me of Florida state. Florida state was once the flagship of the ACC and they were in the shitter <laughs> Miami pounded the crap out of them for God's sake. But, uh, you know, it, I don't think it can, I, I think, uh, Everybody associated with the uh, with the ass clown coven, you know, they know what's going on. They they they've seen that they've been coming up short, and now you got a new guy, some new blood in there who's been dominating. And, and I think it can only wrestlers have a tremendous amount of pride, and it, you know, you see someone that, that's performing like this, and you say you you try to go out and you, you try to outdo them, and uh, it could be good. You know, it could, it could be just the uh, the inspiration that this, these people need, and uh, I don't know. This man, like I said, this man's gonna be something to something to contend with, and and as far as Bufu you know, I don't know what's going to happen with the big fella. Uh, ever since he put on that nutty referee outfit and <laughs> tried to come out as some, well, I don't know, make himself something he wasn't, he's, he's had nothing. But I, I think maybe he needs to go back to the old foo. But yeah, well, uh, there could be there could be some jealousy, you know, a new guy. But you know, I, I think Keys is smart enough to. uh, you know, nip that stuff in the bud and, and sit everybody down and say, hey, it's all for one, one for all. If we're going to have any success, we all got to look out for each other and be proud of each other. And let's just keep moving forward.
1: It is all about the team. And uh, when it comes to things like that, and if you, if you, a good manager will keep them together, we'll have to see what Keyes does.
0: Well, uh, well. we, we talked we talk, we talk about that with with, with CSE and, and, the, and the way Chaz just uh, micromanages everything. Uh, you know, uh, Saul Goldberg was taking Katungi out of the ring. But once Saul got into that title picture, Chaz said, hey, you know what? It's too important. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let this guy down. I'm gonna do everything that I can. And so he started a company in Katungi, the ring, mm-hmm. and that's just the way it is. That they, they feed off each other. This performance center. That there's a lot of training that goes on. A lot of camaraderie. And you know, they a lot of these guys hang out a lot outside the ring. Uh, Chaz tries to ch- tries to keep them together to to build that continuity and, and the camaraderie. And I, I think that the you know Keys is smart enough to see how that works. And I think it's it's I think the Ash Town Coven is going to be a, a stable on the rise. And and I think that uh, you know uh, the spooge could be the man leading the way, so to speak.
1: <laughs> he's out in front <laughs> the spooge is out in front yes <laughs> who's the fastest swimmer i don't know yeah, That's exactly what i was thinking all right well let's get to this uh we're going to talk about that's uh, that tsrd oh, that sick rubber duck oh, and booger God dude what a, what a combination of these two it was I'm talking about slippery <laughs> slippery and shiny uh, this... slimy bastards i'll tell you that yeah, much I, you know what this this match turned out to be a lot more entertaining than i would have imagined though like i like i mentioned the admiral's fleet smells a pay-per-view they crank up the heat and we definitely saw that for Booger Dude. A lot of good effort. Some great moves, including just an amazing barrage capped off by the Flam Flam. And uh, I was certainly hopeful that uh, he, <laughs> it would have been a shocker, but it would have been hopeful to see the dethroning of the duck that, that was uh, imminent uh, early on.
0: Well, well, as I said earlier, I, I was impressed with the Booger Dude. I, I, there was a point there where I thought he may have won the title. I thought, oh, my God, this is about to happen. But uh, you know, the, the duck is just so resilient, and, and we've seen him in trouble before, and he, just, he seems to find a way to win. And, and it's just it's, – it, it frustrates the piss out of me because this man is just a complete disaster. I, I, I will say this. I'll make fun of him, and I'll say this and that, but I will never question his abilities inside the ring, and I will never question his, his will to win or his intestinal fortitude. And, and, and the man has, has proven himself to be a tremendous champion
1: yeah well funny you mentioned intestinal fortitude uh, because the the duck seems to turn it around he gets he puts that feather duster on he gets to eat a duck and once again we heard it (laughs) it's the uh, rectal eruption going on there and it it just keeps happening time and time again i how do you if you're a wrestler you find out you're going up against the duck this week how do you beat an opponent like this can it be done put on your
0: hazmat suit wear a goddamn gas mask (laughs) I mean I don't know. I think it's all just theatrics. I mean, what the hell? I mean, how how bad can you So I'm okay the guy should shit, <laughs> shit himself. But you know, <laughs> that's uh, I,
1: I I don't like touching another guy. I don't like shaking a guy's hand. Much less having that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, th- thank God he wears those rubber pants cuz nothing can get out but <laughs>
1: just like a bullfrog's throat. Bluh, exactly. But it you know, him.
0: you just you, you have to you know what? You the best way for that not to happen is don't put yourself in that position. <laughs> that's true. Don't let them don't let them get you set up for those moves and and, and it's not going to bother you so you got to be smart about it you got to watch yourself and you gotta you got to come out the first five minutes you know guns ablazing take it to this guy hurt him early so that he can't do that kind of stuff and just stay on him and i think that's the only way you can, anybody's going to beat the rubber duck is you just gotta you, they got to win this match in the first three four minutes of this match by just putting a beating on him that he can't recover from
1: yeah. Well, I mean, this is actually not a lock-in match and it's, it's odd because we have seven titles. So it's going to be uh, two each week after this. Uh, but this time that the inner the horseman title is going to go on for a little bit longer. And uh, there's one more defense. Uh, t- it's going to be two weeks before the pay-per-view and that's going to be the duck facing the massive and brutal Bob zombie. I don't want to get my hopes too high, but. I got to believe if anybody can handle duck crotch in their face and the farts and everything, it's got to be Bob because i mean let's, let, let's face it. He has his own, uh, how do we say unique aroma with the, uh, kind of a, a rotting, uh, whole thing going on there. If he, well, if he can stand his own smell, I think it's, uh, he has a chance here.
0: Well, yeah. And the fact that probably his nose is hanging off his face doesn't help it or helps <laughs> it do so. I don't know, but that's going to be, that's going to be a very, very big, uh, big test for the duck because the duck doesn't face too many men that are either as big or bigger than him. He and, got- uh, Bob zombie is a very big man, very tough man, very powerful man. And I think he's a, uh, he's a bad matchup for the, for the duck.
1: So we will have to see that's, I'm anxious to see that with myself. That will be the last title match before the bye week. And uh, then we'll have the pay-per-view after that. And it's going to be a hell of a time, uh, October 31st, as you would expect. And it's going to be at 10 o'clock. So, uh, you got all the trick-or-treaters are done. I if there are even our trick-or-treaters with the quarantine, but uh, after that, it's going to be a hell of a time. You guys will be in the, half in the bag, and uh, we'll welcome you. We'll take you the rest of the way. So with that, let's go ahead and go to
0: uh, our, our show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be all in the bag during the pay-per-view. <laughs> You'll be in the, the whole time. Is Gene going to be doing interviews for this? I don't know. If he's there, we're all in trouble.
1: Yeah, Gene's going to be around. He'll be floating around, <laughs> floating, <laughs> like his back teeth. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, a, a preview of Show 43 coming up. It is going to start off with another tag team match kind of got fitting into a groove here uh two championships a specialty match an exhibition match we try to fit a tag team in there uh getting a good rhythm here but this time around it's going to be freezing quackers versus the bodily functions now let's talk about uh well, keys in the bodily right. functions like i say uh with spooge uh, uh, getting some action here and getting some uh uh, some spark uh, back into the, <coughs> sorry, yeah, some spark back into the Ask Clown Coven. Coven. Uh, I think the, the bodily functions are going to benefit from that. But in this particular case, I think it's a little too early for them. Uh, Freezing Quackers had a very, very impressive first out- outing. And uh, I would pick them in this match.
0: Well, yeah, the bodily functions are going to be bodily functioning in their pants when they have to go up against these two. I'll tell you, <laughs> by God, it's, you know, what, what can you say? You got, you got the rubber duck. We all know him. And then you got uh, the snowman who is just another big, powerful, I mean, just icy cold man that he's all business out there. I'll tell you who would like, I, I talked about this before. I said, if there was ever, ever a, a way you could either, uh, you know, I, not today, I don't think either of his managers would trade anybody, but if you could, if they could agree to, 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 disagree or whatever, I think the snowman would be an excellent partner for either fuzz pigman or corporal punishment. I think if you put him with either one of those two guys, they'd be an un, unbeatable team as far as just brutality but uh, we have had th- 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 some
1: uh, some uh, inter stable tag team matches before. We might be able, we might see that coming up at least uh, occasionally in the future. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't
0: know if I don't know if we can get these guys to agree on on how to split the money. To be quite honest with you, Chad is kind of greedy. But you know, <laughs> I tell you what, uh, yeah, the bodily functions are in trouble in this match, and uh, you know they're they're they're, they're too, uh, you know they're good natured enough, and 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 they'd like to have fun, but. By God, I think it's just bad news for them. I think one of them is going to be in real trouble in this match.
1: <laughs> one of them's gonna them is going to them, befile themselves. But the, yeah, they, 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 do, so. they do that every day, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, after that, we got the exhibition match. This is <laughs> the return, or I sh- should say the premiere in the ring of uh, for a regular exhibition match, Nigel Zark. And we talked about Crow Magnon and how he hasn't wrestled in a long time. This is a hell of a match for him to come back to. It's this little fire plug of a guy, and he's strong. Crow Magnon, very strong man. He can pick, he can pick up Nigel, no problem at all. But Nigel is a massive man, and uh, Crow has, uh, has has lost favor uh, in the HWA. And uh, I just I think I think Nigel's going to execute him. Basically, I don't think that so. poor old Crow has a chance this time.
0: Yeah, well, you got about seven foot two against five foot four. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe Crow Magnum can just bite him on the balls or something. I don't know. That's where his face is going to be in his crotch most of the time. It's just standing up; he'll be right there. <laughs> uh, like me dancing with a midget, for God's sake! It just no good can come of it.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, maybe, I, mean, I wouldn't say that if you're dancing with a midget. Well, cute, uh, you
0: know. yeah. uh, Well, you know, Crow Magnum he held on to that title for a while, and you know, since he's lost it, I don't know if he's wrestled since he's lost the title. He just maybe I think maybe in a tag match, but. Uh, this is just a tall order. And if Nigel's Zark is anything like his twin brother, dear Jesus, I just, he's I, oh, a, he's a big I don't dude.
1: know. He's a big dude, but, uh, Crow Magna, I, I will say if Crow Magna wins this match, he deserves to be shot right directly to the top of the power rankings, because that would be a powerful yeah, well, victory. Uh, you,
0: you talk about it. You talk about a mismatch, David versus Goliath. Yeah, this is
1: it. I'm not going to hold my breath anyway. After the, uh, the third match is going to be the manager's championship. You're going to have Aaron Varhola back from his suspension legally. Uh, though, until the, until the matchup that we're talking about following, at least he's in for this one, uh, against Keyes Carranza. And, uh, I I don't know, Keyes, he he gets, he has the, the Baphomet bomb. He has the, uh, the, we just saw recently the pentagram, uh, executed that well on the admiral. And, uh, I I think he, he wants, he badly wants probably more than anybody else in the league to defend that at, uh, at uh, the the Halloween hella blue, uh, I'm picking keys for this one.
0: Well, quite frankly, I'm, I, I'm surprised that, uh, you know, Aaron's going to be doing double duty in this, in this, uh, this show he's going to be wrestling. he will be wrestling as a liberal lawyer. Cause we all know that's who it is. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's a matter of pride. You know, we always talk about the Manor Championship, really. Let's face it. There's only, what, five five guys, and maybe, I don't know how many, if Mr. Fugu's going to be in on this. And, you know, they should get Saul in there. I'd like to see Saul try to wrestle for this. He probably gets a crap kicked out of him. But <laughs> He
1: bled by getting his head bounced off a turnbuckle
0: pad. <laughs> well, you know, he he does moisturize quite a bit. His skin's very soft.
1: Yeah, he's got a, it's now. It's got a, a what's it say swing line across his forehead right now. Yeah, Maybe exactly.
0: it's that, so backwards. Chaz <laughs> bonked him with that stapler. I'd like to he probably got two black eyes or something. But yeah, so I mean, it, this title, you know, it's a matter of pride. It only gets uh, you know decided amongst a, a, a small circle of men, and you know, it it, it means so, something to some people. It doesn't mean anything to others. I don't know whether you like to do it or not. I don't really think Chaz gives too much crap about it. He just likes to make money and. You're not really making, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like to get well. He doesn't like to get t- t- chick it out him. But you know, uh, it's going to be you know we we've seen I I, th- I think these two of the titles gone back and forth between these two many times. Uh, so so this is this this is probably kind of the biggest rivalry in the uh, managers uh, circuit. So uh, interested to see what happens uh, if Aaron's got any rust from being away for so long, and we know Keys will be ready. So it should be an entertaining match as it always is.
1: And you uh, foreshadowed this. The latter match afterwards is going to be Chaz Segner versus the liberal lawyer. And uh, this is a very special match. It's a grudge match, as we like to have sometimes. Uh, The the rules, uh, Chaz is uh, putting up $250,000 in that case. Uh, If he wins, he gets to take that money back. And he gets to unmask the liberal lawyer and expose who he really is in the ring. Uh, The liberal lawyer. Uh, we've seen he's, he's he's got some skills. Aaron's Aaron's taught him well, <laughs> and I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here in case you couldn't uh, get get a hold of that. But uh, let's say yeah, uh, Aaron with that mask on, he's if he's if he's tired from the previous match, uh, I think uh, I think Chaz is taking his money and going home. I mean, just in general, having two hundred fifty thousand dollars of your own cash above you, you kind of got the incentive to to take care of business, uh, put that back in the bank. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, give give Chaz his his shot in this.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, you know, uh, to be quite honest, I've talked to Chaz about this, and uh, it, it's not so much the money. Uh, Chaz, he is really – two hundred to him, $250,000, you know, like he told me, he says, I might spend that in a good week at the casino, <laughs> you know, going going not to restaurants, or I might spend that in a couple days at a casino. He, it's not about the money. Uh, it, it's the fact that, that, that Pedro is just so indignant and can't – in his mind, cannot see that this liberal lawyer is, is Aaron Varhola. And, you know, he wasn't falling for the chicanery last week. He says, you know, you can you can put a mask on anybody, blah, blah, blah. And he's right. He is. I mean, it doesn't didn't prove anything, but now he has his chance to prove it. So it's not really about the money. It's about being right and, and proving that he's right and showing Pedro that he's wrong. And I think Chaz is now more pissed at Pedro than at the liberal lawyer in Aaron Varjola. Right. He's, he's well, not- the, the same guy, but anyway. <laughs> so, you know, uh, he's going to do everything he can, but it, 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 when it comes to, right down to it, if he doesn't win, hey, he's out he's some some chump change for him and you know the liberal lawyer whether he sticks around after this or not we will have to wait and see uh, right.
1: if I'm the liberal lawyer and uh, I got 250 thousand dollars in new newfound cash uh, I'd be taking a long vacation so uh, we may see him we may, may we not, may not see him if he wins this match at uh, time will tell well, I
0: would I would tell him that you know like I said even though Chad says it's not all about the money uh, he still doesn't uh, really like to part with any uh, in such a trivial manner such as this so uh, if liberal Laura did win I think the best thing he could do is, is get as far away from uh, where he's at as he can because uh, he may get a knock on his door from someone like Sabu looking to collect so uh, I don't know if he wants to go through that.
1: Well that uh, now that I think of it, it what if he uh, <laughs> we don't have the, the ethics here in the HWA uh, code of ethics uh, so much uh, when it comes to gambling. Uh, if I'm Jazz Signer, I, I might bet 500,000 against myself. And collect off of that, and double your money. In essence, so <laughs> that that's a possibility. He, uh, well, I, I don't.
0: I, I, I will tell you this much, and and uh, you know, Chaz isn't one one to. I, I wouldn't say he would throw the match, but in that kind of situation, I think if you call any of the uh, the, the sports books in Vegas and find out that Mister Saul Goldberg plays <laughs> I <mean>, on Chaz's <laughs> opponent, I would I would think twice about what's going to happen in this match. But you know hey, like i said Chaz says it's not about the money it's about proving a point it's about uh you know making pedro eat crow at this point so we'll see what happens pedro eating crow
1: i just got a real bad visual
0: of that <laughs> not crow bag
1: <bagging>, you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> disgusting oh jesus let's got to move on to this and it's is a good reason we're moving on to this this Get is your it. goddamn mind out of the gutter. another lock in match here in the world championship uh, Katungi facing, once again, Bones McIntyre. Katungi has had horrible luck with Bones McIntyre. Maybe it's the skull that he brings down versus the skull he's uh, looking straight into uh, during the match. But I think after, after giving it up two matches, I don't think Katungi's going to do it again. I think Katungi has, has, has dealt with his issues, and he's going to go out there. He's going to keep that belt. Uh, the th- Third time's the charm, like they say. And uh, Katungi, I think, is going to be defending that world championship at Hella Blue.
0: Well, I mean, time will tell. You know, in the NFL, they say it's kind of hard to beat the same team. When, when, w- when you have two teams that meet in the playoffs from the same division after they've met in the, in the regular season, they say, oh, it's tough to beat a team three times in one season. And, you know, it's going to be tough for Bones McIntyre to beat Katungi three times. But uh, I don't know. It's, to me, I, I, you know, I just I can't put my finger on it, but something is off with Katungi. And uh, you know his his last title offense, he looked kind of lackluster against Bob Zombie. He managed to to pull out a victory, uh, snatch victory from the jaws of defeat, as it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a bad match. You know, we talk about it being being matchups, and, and some people just don't match up well. Like freezing quackers, they don't match up, or bodily functions, they don't match up well. They don't match up with anybody, but <laughs> they're even worse with freezing, you know, freezing <laughs> quackers. They, they match it's up Mac- aesthetically, think, right. in theory. It, it, <laughs> and, and let's not forget that Bones McIntyre is, is a very big man, and he's you know Katungi's not going to be towering over him the way he does some other opponents. And I'll tell you what I just think, and, and let's not forget who manages Bones McIntyre. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
0: the megalomaniac, uh, chronic cheater, Aaron Varhula in the West Coast Alliance. So uh, this is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a good match. I'm going to pick Katungi in this. I, I kind of have the same thinking as you. I think Chaz is kind of isn't isn't going to allow them to lose three in a row and i think they've done a lot of scouting and, and a lot of preparation but again as i've said with katungi much like uh, some of the other wrestlers uh, w- sometimes the message doesn't always get to the penthouse you know what i mean that elevator doesn't go all the way up so we'll have to see what happens uh, i would not be su- i would not be surprised to see bones mcintyre defending this title at, 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 at the pay-per-view uh but uh, i'm going to pick katungi uh, kind of just uh i'll be rooting for chaz in this uh and cse in this match but uh Nothing would surprise me. I, I think it'll be an entertaining match, and, and we'll have to see what happens.
1: I know that the hella blue is always one of uh, Katungi's favorites. Uh, it's the, the few things, the few things I can understand from him. Uh, that is definitely one of them. So maybe that'll be just enough of an edge to give him what he needs to take it on. And with that, we're going to be taking ourselves on, and we have um, well next week. Uh, we'll see you on uh, on Friday or this week, of course. Uh, join us; it'll be Friday. At uh, 10 o'clock on uh, the uh, what, what do you call it? the hwa rules.com. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to uh, click the bell for reminders. As always, to subscribe to the podcast, it is uh, anchor.fm slash hwa rules. And it's been a good time. Uh, any f- closing words there?
0: Well, no, I'm just sorry that we got up to, to a rough start here. Um, Gene, I, Gene, what the <laughs> hell you doing back there? Oh, for the love of Gene. Oh, god (laughs) what's he doing i don't know he's walking around his underwear carrying a drink (laughs) i don't know what he's doing oh tell him to put some pants on (laughs) i'll be glad when this is all over
1: (laughs) you go ahead and do that and uh we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next week talk to you later